From down under to down south follow the adventures of an Australian family who packed up and moved to the other side of the world to follow a dream of making a life in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Aussie Mike, and together with Bicky, Bowie and Bree Bree, we will share our daily craziness in an attempt to warn you or inspire you to make this transcontinental move. It's a bigger day and welcome to another edition of From Down Under to Down South, Aussie Mike in the chair and today we will recap the Super Bowl, tell you what game day experiences are like at an NFL game here in Nashville, we'll look at some of the history of the Super Bowl, what everyday people get up to on game day, all that and more, so stick around. What's a Tennessee vacation? It starts off like any road trip and then boom, adventure and thrills everywhere you look, which happens to be some of the most beautiful scenery in the country. Music here, history there, and all kinds of green in between. Come relax and unwind, or bring the crowd for some stargazing, or stargazing. Whatever you do, come hungry and expect an awesome soundtrack. It's all right here in Tennessee. We're playing your song. For a free vacation guide, visit tnvacation.com. Well, the Super Bowl is complete for another year with the Kansas City Chiefs defeating the San Francisco 49ers in a game that went to overtime to the tune of 25-22. to For Kansas City, they've now won three Super Bowls in the past five years, having also competed in four of the past five, losing out to Tampa Bay in Super Bowl 55. For fans of the sport, it means we've gone from a New England Patriots-dominated competition to a Kansas City Chiefs one instead. For the 49ers, it also means again blowing a 10-point lead against the Chiefs, just as they did back in Super Bowl 54. This year's game really didn't get started until the second half, and who knows, maybe it was inspired by Usher's halftime performance, with the Grammy-winning singer delivering a suave, nostalgic set that showcased his legacy of R&B pop hits including Caught Up, Love in the Club, and You Got It Bad. The 13-minute performance also featured appearances from longtime collaborators Alicia Keys, Will I Am, Lil Jon, Jermaine Dupri, and Ludacris. Travis Kelsey, also known as Taylor Swift's boyfriend, packed a little drama into the game as well, featuring a blow-up with the Chiefs coach, who had this to say about it, thanks to USA Today and CBS. <laughs> yeah, he caught me off balance. I wasn't watching. He, cheap shot, but that's all right. He did good. Um, he was really coming over, just go, just put me in, I'll score, I'll score. You know, so that's really what it was. Well, I love that. I mean, it's not the first time, so I listen, I appreciate him. Kelsey then went on to showcase his vocal skills with this rendition of Viva Las Vegas after the Chiefs had won the game. It does look like Tay-Tay might have some serious competition on her hands from her boyfriend. Now, speaking of Taylor, she was at the stadium for the game and her influence by just being at these matches as a spectator has really had a positive effect on everything from viewership to merchandise sales as far as the NFL is concerned. Travis Kelsey's jersey sales have spiked 400%, making his one of the top five jerseys in the NFL. Chiefs game day sales have increased threefold, with website searches related to the Chiefs having increased by the same amount. There's even been heartfelt stories of fathers and daughters being brought together to watch football because of the Kelsey and Taylor effect. Theirs is a relationship that started with Kelsey doing the chasing. He attended a Kansas City show of the Swift Errors Tour and had hoped to give her a friendship bracelet with his phone number on it, but was unsuccessful. He then went on his podcast with his brother to mention this. 
Word got back to Swift, who then reached out. Then Kelsey appeared on the Pat McAfee show and dropped this about their relationship. It's life. I threw it out there. I threw the ball in her court. And, you know, I told her, you know, maybe uh, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead. You might have to come see me rock a stage in Arrowhead and see which one's uh, a little more lit. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in the near future. And now, of course, they're the big power couple, celebrity power couple in the NFL and, and taking America by storm. So Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, a byproduct of this year's Super Bowl or uh, maybe the Super Bowl was a byproduct of them. In case you're not aware, Kansas City is actually not in Kansas. It's actually in Missouri. The team first played in the 1960 season and were actually started by oil baron Lamar Hunt, who coincidentally is the person that coined the term Super Bowl in 1966. Now, the Chiefs are one of several professional sporting teams in the U.S. that have been involved in controversy in regards to the use of Native American names and imagery. Fans wear headdresses to games, they wear face paint, perform war chants along with the tomahawk chop. Another NFL team, the former Washington Redskins, actually changed their name to the Washington Commanders in 2020. And Major League Baseball's Cleveland Indians also changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians in 2022. For the Chiefs, the Kansas City Indian Center has called on the team to change their name and to stop the chop. This is the same chop that is performed at Atlanta Braves baseball games. And I've been at Braves games where this is performed. And I've got to say, it's actually pretty cool. I never found it derogatory to anyone and thought it was a great way to keep apart the importance of Native American culture, um, albeit in a sporting arena. Protests prior to games have become common in Kansas City. And after Swift and Kelsey started dating, the Not In Our Honor Coalition expressed that they hoped Taylor Swift that she would speak out against ending the chop. In February of this year, Lily Gladstone, who was the first Native American person to be nominated for an Academy Award, spoke out about a long history of exclusion and misrepresentation of Native Americans in films and in society. She also pointed out that we haven't come that far as a society when you look at the name of one of the teams that's playing in the Super Bowl. So taking a brief look at Super Bowl history, and the most successful team in history is the New England Patriots. They play out of Boston, Massachusetts. They've appeared in 11 Super Bowls, winning six of them, and are a team that really has been blessed with talent at quarterback with a recently retired Tom Brady on their roster for 19 years. The Pittsburgh Steelers, San Francisco 49ers, and Dallas Cowboys have all appeared in eight Super Bowls, with the Steelers winning six. 49ers and Cowboys have both won five each. I did want to mention my team, the Miami Dolphins, as, um, you know, they've been my team for as long as I can remember. They've actually played in five Super Bowls, and they've won two. They haven't been back to the Super Bowl since 1984, and their wins came in the 70s when I was way too young to even know what was going on. They lost that Super Bowl in 1984 to a Joe Montana-led San Francisco. They lost 38-16, and the quarterback for the Dolphins at that stage, the Hall of Famer Dan Marino. Here in Tennessee, we have the Titans, and they play at Nissan Stadium in downtown Nashville. They made the Super Bowl in 1999, losing to the St. Louis Rams 23-16 after a famous last-second tackle stopped the Titans from tying the game. The Titans are about to build a new $2.1 billion stadium that will be seating 60,000 people. The stadium will go next to the existing one, which will eventually be demolished. The new stadium will feature a transparent roof, which will be similar to the LA Rams SoFi Field in Los Angeles that held the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. The new stadium is expected to be completed by 2027, and I know there are many people coming to town with the hope of getting on the construction crews for the new site. 
I've been to several Titans games in Nashville and even a Falcons game in Atlanta at the old Georgia Dome, which is no longer standing either. The atmosphere at an NFL game is awesome. I've got to say, from military jet flyovers at the start and the singing of the national anthem with fireworks exploding, it really does give you goosebumps. At Titans games, there is a traditional walk from downtown across a pedestrian bridge that spans the Cumberland River across to the stadium where fans chant and sing as they make their way into the game. I experienced this a couple of years ago with a group of Dolphins fans when they played here, singing the fight song as we walked across, only to get beaten. I think it was like 40-3 to 3 in um, spitting snow sort of weather here in Nashville. Games always start in Nashville at, at noon unless we get flicked onto a night game. And uh, tailgating outside the stadium, it usually includes breakfast food because of that start time so sausage balls chicken and biscuits etc the national anthem it's usually sung by someone you might have heard of given that we are music city it's not uncommon to see a famous country singer belt out the star spangled banner before the game starts the other tradition that we have is the 12th titan ceremony which involves a member of the public and it could be typically it's a service member police officer it could even be a celebrity throwing a titan logoed sword down into the turf uh, one of the games that I've been to, I actually saw Keith Urban there. It was a game against the Indianapolis Colts. He was the Titans' 12th man and threw that uh, sword down. Titans lost that one as well, so I'm not having much luck with wins when I go to these games. But you never know who's actually going to be there as the Titans' 12th man. Food, like most major sporting events, so food at the stadium, it's expensive. And alcohol, very expensive. Uh, in fact, as far as beers are concerned, last time I went, they were only selling beers in the extra large cans. And I think it was about $18 for a beer. So also Jack Daniels. Now, Jack Daniels is distilled and made every ounce of Jack Daniels actually comes from Lynchburg, which is about an hour south of us here in Nashville. So they have their own stands. They're selling products from the distillery. Local candy manufacturer, Goo Goo Clusters, they get sold at the stadium too. You can buy pulled pork, barbecue sandwiches, barbecue sandwiches, Nashville hot chicken, etc. So lots and lots of different things there to go and eat. As far as tickets are concerned to an NFL game, it can be expensive, and it really depends upon what stadium you're going to, who is playing, and where you're sitting. Nashville is a destination city, so it tends to draw in a lot of opposition supporters. People love to come here, cheer on their team, then go out, have a great time at the Honky Tongs on Broadway, get drunk, go home. Whereas if you were to go to a game in, say, Cleveland, maybe that would be a more home-dominated crowd, given that it's not that type of destination city. Similar things happen in Miami, where the away team many times have a much bigger fan base at the game than the home team does because people love to escape from a New York winner, fly down to Miami, watch the Jets play the Dolphins, sit around in a t-shirt and shorts as opposed to rug it up and freezing as they do up in, say, Buffalo. You can get tickets as low as $40 to a Titans game, but that would mean sitting way, way, way up at the top of the stadium. And your average price, it's around $130 to $210. And in fact, I think at each of the games that I've been to, I've paid around $200 for a ticket. That tends to give you access to the inside lounge areas as well. So in the event of rain or severely cold weather, that really does come in handy. And remember, NFL season here is in the winter, so you do need to be prepared. The Titans, they actually currently have their season tickets on sale. Just had a look at that. Their club-level tickets are currently selling between $2,000 to $4,000 per person. So that then covers the eight or nine home games that they get. It also then gives you first dibs if they make the playoffs. You can get first dibs on tickets for that as well. On game day this year for the Super Bowl, I spent the night working, but I did have the game on the radio. We have Titans Radio here in Nashville, so we can listen to all of those games live and for free. We actually cut off our cable channels at home a few months ago, so getting to actually watch the game at home 
was probably always going to be challenging. There were several large Super Bowl parties going on in Nashville, hosted by hotels, record labels, and country clubs as well. For those that are not a part of that inner circle, there's always ways to watch it. So you can always go to Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings. Those places were packed. I mean, their parking lots, packed with cars. In fact, overfulling with cars. And pizza, chicken wings, barbecue, they're probably the most popular go-tos as far as food is concerned. Nachos and chili are also very popular as well. And you'll find in the days leading up to the game that supermarkets will have a big selection of food that's typically designed for the Super Bowl. Now, in the past, we've grilled hot dogs, we've had burgers, but overall, we haven't really been into the Super Bowl that much, I guess given that neither the Dolphins or the Titans have actually made it since we've been living here. And we are not alone in not being overly into the NFL. In fact, across the South, college football has a much more important placing than what the NFL does. And a lot of that is to do with some of the best colleges and universities in the country are down here as far as football is concerned, such as University of Alabama, Georgia here in Tennessee, get University of Tennessee, you know, go go Orange, University of Kentucky, Florida, etc. All powerhouse college football teams. And a lot of people just care more about college sports. My prediction as far as next year is concerned, I look forward to the Titans beating the Steelers to go and make it to the AFC Championship where they will play the Dolphins, who will then go on to play the 49ers in the Super Bowl and win it, winning their third Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Put your money on Miami, 49ers Super Bowl, Miami to come out on top. That wraps it up for another week. We are off to another dance competition in Bowling Green, Kentucky this weekend. So whatever you're doing, take care. We'll catch you next time on From Down Under to Down South.